Ladies and gentlemen, it's number 94 for the Ed and Bob Show, live from Biltmore. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. morning. We have the whole letter. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Hey, Mr. Ed Bradley from Sarah. I see you, buddy. You're looking good. Hey, what about this? Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. Then? And then the milk band came around. Uh-oh. And you know what happened then. Yeah, more family. Because <laughs> oh, Dad was gone by yeah, then. Whoa, That's what? the truth. All right, well, good morning, Mr. Brantley, or good afternoon, or good evening, or whatever it is when people are listening right now. Well, Bob, this is a beautiful place over here. I'm telling you, brother, how are you? We are having fun on the road. Man, oh, man, at the Biltmore House. Oh, the Biltmore Mansion. Is that yeah, gardens, what do you, is that hotels, what you call it? The yeah. estate. Yeah, the big, huge estate. Thousands of acres. Well, I tell you, those Vanderbilts, they were pretty well off, wouldn't they? <laughs> I think so. Well, this is uh, the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby Zed. We're live from Biltmore Estate, as we were talking about. Just, um, I guess you, it's kind of a, it says it's a historic museum, house museum, yeah. and tourist attraction. Uh, you know, I had not been here in a while, and uh, it's really cool to be back. I did not realize how big it was. 178,000 square feet. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing how they lived back then. And I, oh, man. You know, a swimming pool inside, bowling alley and all of that. But I tell you what really has amazed me, what the, what the family has done or this company has done with this, mm-hmm. it, it, they just haven't opened the doors. I mean, they have built more wine yeah. it's available in liquor stores and wine stores, and they have, I mean, it's good wine, too. A hotel and have, now. And they have a hotel yeah. on the premises. They have a, another hotel just off the front gate that I've stayed in, too. So it's it's a beautiful area. The way it came about in the 1880s, uh, which is called the Gilded Age, uh, George Washington Vanderbilt II would make regular visits with his mother to Asheville, and his mother was Maria Lu- Louisa Kissam Vanderbilt. <laughs> but they loved the area so much they decided to build a house, and it took them six years to build the house from 80, 1889 to 1895. And man, oh man, what a house. Oh, man. They, um, it, the, the land they originally bought had 700 parcels of land, 50 farms, five cemeteries, and it was originally called the community of Shiloh. Uh, but just really incredible. I mean, oh, those lakes. I mean, it's, it's the gardens are unbelievable in the spring and the summer. I mean, it's worth the trip just to go walk through the gardens. It really is. Yeah. They built, uh, when they started the construction of the house, they built a railroad spur to bring uh, items in. They started their own brick uh, mason factory. It made 32,000 bricks a day on site. The three-mile railroad spur was constructed to bring materials in. Just an incredible place. So if you get a chance to come by, you know we'll talk more about it. We're here at Biltmore Estate, and it's a lovely place to be, and you should always I mean, you should definitely make a trip. It'd be well worth it, as Ed said. Yeah, Alright, anyway, let's get busy. Uh, we got some news, or you yeah, got news? Well, Bella- Valentine's Day is coming up the 14th, you know. You're right, well, right here. Uh, yeah, uh, you we're know, right on it. In the next, in the next day, so, Valentine's Day. Are you ready? 
Well, yeah, but it's not like it used to be. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it used to, you, you know, that you'd take, a, fill out all these little cards and things and take them to all the, your girlfriends and the kids <laughs> in the class. I remember my children coming home to school with boxes of Valentine cards. Yeah. And they, they, instead of just picking it out one person, you had to give everyone in the class a card. Right. I remember that uh, when my kids were in school. Because when we were kids, like you were talking about, they would you'd get like a... Um, uh, I guess everybody did this. You get a shopping bag, yeah. and you'd write your name, <laughs> name with a big yeah. heart on one side, and you'd it'd be taped up against the wall in the classroom. And kids every day would come by, and yeah. some and some kids didn't get many, and so that's where that all yeah, came about. Right. Yeah, everybody gets one or none. So there yeah. you go. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. All right. Other than the news, too, country music legend Loretta Lynn is ready to declare that her music music genre is a, of choice is dead. The coal miner's daughter singer didn't hold back when she was interviewed by fellow country artist Martina McBride. She said, they've already let it die. Lynn, 87 years old, told McBride for, for People magazine. I think it's dead. Talking about country music. I think it's a dead, it's a shame. I think it's a shame we let that music die. I don't care what any kind of music is. Don't let any music die. Loretta Lynn denies tabloids deathbed rumors. She says, I'm coming within an inch of taking them to Fist City. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of her songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she said she was really mad about the, the status of country music music today. I'm getting real mad about it, but she says it's ridiculous. Well, is country music just completely different, or is it really gone? Or Because what well, now is country music a lot of years ago would have considered it almost like rock or folk rock. Well, it's still pretty close is. I mean, it's, it's, it's not really... I don't know. Uh, We've played a lot of country music over the years, oh, and, yeah. and it's a lot of true. I think George Strait maybe is the last person that is mm-hmm. singing songs that Loretta Lynn would call country music, I think. Well, I, I, one of the things that I always thought that if a record or a song was identified with country music if it had a steel guitar in it. Well, that's true. And, and yeah. a fiddle. Yeah. Steel guitar two, and fiddle, two things you, could, right you could identify it with country music. You don't hear those anymore. No, you don't. Now uh, you hear rock and roll. And well, it's, yeah, it's uh, lots of lead guitars, very little acoustic. You know, and... I, and that's a great example, actually. Think of all the Merle Haggard songs. Every one of them had that steel guitar in there. That steel oh, guitar cool. player was one of his big members of his uh, band yeah. and featured. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, well, bless her heart. You said she's 87? 87. Well, and, she's, and she's mad because of letting the music die. I don't blame her. I'm with her. I agree. Yeah. We love her. What else you got? Well, you know, it's October the 1st, 2020. It's yeah. a federally mandated real ID. That's when it takes effect. Oh, that's right. Have you and got I, yours? No. And I don't either. You need a new driver's license if you want to fly in a federal building or federal installation. The Real ID Act is what it's called. It's passed by Congress in 2005 to increase security measures concerning state-issued personal ID cards, mainly yeah. driver's license. Right. All right, so you're going to need it to go anywhere October the 1st. But, but if you have a passport, the passports are good enough. Yes. You do not need one if you have a passport. And a lot of people have been freaking out about that. And uh, even my wife, she said, well, i got to have one. I said, well, you got a passport. She said, that's not going to be any good. I said, dear, 
a passport. A passport trumps everything. I promise you, a passport can get you around the world. So I promise you it's good. So, Well, yeah. a survey at U.S. Travel Association, they found that the real ID, if it went into effect tomorrow, yeah. almost 80,000 people trying to board a plane would be denied on. It's, it's kind of like, you remember when you they said you could no longer go to Mexico um, or to... Uh, Canada mm-hmm. without a passport because used to you can go to both those countries to do it just a driver's license. You remember that? Yeah. You can't do that anymore. So, well, if you're going to go get your real ID driver's license, here's what you got to have with you. Okay. You got to have a proof of citizenship or legal presence. Okay. Proof of a Tennessee residence. Right. And proof of your social security number. Well, now I was told you had to have your social security card. Well, I don't Not have proof a, of it. I don't have a You have to go get a new one. <gasps> really? and, and this is my wife and my son went through this. Uh, she did not have hers, and they refused to do her. She went down to do hers the same time Jake got his, and they said, you don't have a Social Security card. you you got to have it. So she had to go to the Social Security Administration to get a new one. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're t- you don't believe me, do you? No. You don't, I'm telling you. you w- she went and thought it was going to be a piece of cake. No, it's not. Anything with Social Security is not a piece of cake. Well, I'm just talking about the, 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 card. the, the card. It's not. If you do not have everything you just listed, if you don't, you're just missing one of them, you won't get it. Yeah. You're wasting your time. Uh, it, I'm telling you, brother, it's a trip. So uh, keep that in mind. So All you right, got, we, you got yours? Uh, no, I don't, I, I've got my Social Security card, but I just found it. I was going to go get a new one, and my mom found it in a uh, old filing cabinet. She keeps one of those things, the fireproof yeah. things. She said, well, "I've yeah. got it, man." I said, "You don't have it," and then she had it. Wow! So well, she, I've I got wonder, mine, buddy. I'm ready. Wonder if she's got mine. She probably does, <laughs> <laughs> Mom. <laughs> all right, we got to get out of the news. And uh, all right, here we are at Billboard Estates, and we have questions. And Ed, you go first. Well, you know, Valentine's, it's Valentine's time of year. Yeah. Well, you, know, you go into a Walgreens or a store, or mm-hmm. a Walmart or anything, and there's aisles just full of this Valentine's stuff. Oh, yeah. Candy and dolls and toys and all this. This well, is November, though, right? You're talking about. <laughs> It seems like they put them out earlier and earlier know, every I, year. But anyway, well, go what ahead. What do they do with it after Valentine's? <laughs> they put it out a month later. Well, well, what, do they, what do they do with the candy? What do they do with the, you know, I mean, just because I know they don't sell all of that. They'll sell it to you next year. No. <laughs> it's good next year? I doubt, I'm sure it's not, but I don't know. I mean, uh, don't you think that, uh, I don't know if they throw it away or if they... Send it to well, third what, world countries. What do the or? teachers do with all the Valentine's stuff that the kids bring to class? No, I hope she throws it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, my kids would have it piled up in their closet, and you'd find find it like six months later. You know, yucky. Yeah, so. yucky, yucky. What's your question? Oh, uh, my question for you, and, and we kind of touched on this a, a month ago or so on a previous Ed and Bob. Um, do you have to be 21 years of age to buy non-alcoholic beer? And can a minor drink a non-alcoholic beer? And when we talked about that about a month ago or so, I had no clue. What do you think the answer is? Well, um, I've actually bought some. Okay. And they wanted to, at this grocery store, and she wanted an ID. Yeah. 
And and I said, well, it's non-alcoholic. You don't have to have an ID. She said, you do here. Yeah. And so I think I think it's different at different places. But I I would not I would not personally give it to a a minor. I think it. Yeah. I, I it think, tastes the same. I think you've hit the nail on the head here, uh, it, it, and it varies from store to store. From our understand that stores can do whatever they want to. If they want to make you show an ID, they'll make you show an ID because it, it's considered an adult drink, even though it's non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. A beer is considered an adult drink, um, but uh, it, it, you know, it's like you, you said. I. I can a can a minor drink alcohol, non-alcoholic beer? Yes, legally they can, and not get in trouble. But as you just said, I would not give it to a minor. I mean, that's just it tastes exactly like right. Why do you want? I mean, why would you exactly do that? The same thing, and it won't be long until you have non-alcoholic scotch or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? you're right. Yeah, so. and it just it just it's not uh, it's not show good. Uh, adult behavior, in my humble opinion. All right, tell everybody what's coming up for us, Ed. Then we got uh, you got a sponsor of the day. All right, we're coming up. We're going to talk about our topic of the day. Have we completely explored the ocean? And which one? <laughs> there are more secrets hidden underwater than ever before, and and we've been on everywhere else, but we haven't been there. So we're going to talk about that. And I've got a sponsor here for you, Ripley's. Believe it or not. Ripley's Aquarium, fun place in the Smokies, absolutely wonderful. You're going to see live mermaids, you're going to see sharks, you're going to see just about every type of fish in the ocean, because we're talking about the oceans too, but you don't have to go under the ocean to see it. You can go to Ripley's and see it, because they've got it all right there. They really do. It's a marvelous example of what's available. And the penguins, you can actually get close to the penguins. They go hop up in that bubble, and they're right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So uh, the children really love it. They have a petting tank that they can pet the stingrays and things like that and the, and the crabs. So be sure to do that. It's on the right when you come into Gatlinburg, right across the bridge, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. It's absolutely one of the best aquariums in the United States. All right, Ed, it's time for our topic of the day. Today's topic, have we completely explored the ocean? Should humans here on Earth make a bigger effort to cover the ocean? And are there mysteries in the oceans that we have not found out about yet or discovered? Things like that. Well, you know, um, you and I both looked into this before we started talking about it. Um, Why is it? that the moon and Mars and all these other planets are so far away. And yet the ocean is right here, right beside us. And we haven't, 95% of the ocean has never been explored. Well, yeah, it's so deep. You know, it's it's impressive. The average depth of the planet's oceans is 13,120 feet. Wow. That's, wow. a, that's like the highest of many peaks in the Rockies or the Alps. Yeah. Well, so. look how far the moon is away, though, and Mars. Yeah. You know, I just, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, we've already discovered all the animals there are in the ocean. And I don't believe that to be true myself because even in the last few years, they've discovered other types and forms of animals and fish and octopus mm-hmm. and things living in the ocean, most of it by mistake, uh, because uh, of just the little bit they've done. Uh, the, the oceans 
cover 70% of the Earth's surface. And the oceans provide half of the air we breathe because of microscopic oxygen-producing... I'm going to try to pronounce this. Plato-plankton. Oh, that, that's that, it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, floating in it. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it remains a mystery. Like I said, when 95% of the oceans are not discovered, I mean, uh, explored. 99% of the ocean floor has not been uh, mapped. Well, you know, here comes that British tycoon, Richard Branson, the guy that's going to send you to the moon and everything. He's yeah. announced plans, sir, to send humans aboard a newfangled submersible to the five deepest spots on Earth. The deepest spot on Earth is the Mariana Trench in the Western Pacific Ocean. All it's right. an eye-popping 36,200 feet below the surface. Wow. Wow. That's more than a mile deeper than Mount Everest is tall. That is, I mean, that's really almost, uh, I mean, shocking to hear that the oceans are that deep. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is amazing. But I still don't understand why we haven't explored it. If we put, we've put... What would you expect to find there? They, well, that's just it. You don't know. Well, there can't be anything down there but fish. How do you know that? You think there's a you think there's a a bubble and people are living down there? No, but I think that if you're on this planet and yet you're trying to send people to Mars and the Moon and other places, we put twelve men on the moon, right? Right. And the thing you were just talking about, wherever that trench is, which is the deepest spot in the oceans. There's only been two people to ever go there. Fewer, more people, five times the number of people beyond the deepest part of the ocean have been to the moon. Five times as many people. I just think that's shame on us, personally. Here's something they uh, discovered recently. It's a big fin squid, and it can reach up to 21 feet in length. We never knew that thing existed, except maybe in uh, some kind of movies. Uh, like thirty six, I mean, think about that thirty six thousand feet deep. It's it's just uh, to me mind boggling, and I just think if you if you've got an itch to explore, why don't you explore right here in your backyard? Um, now, who was that famous explorer that we watched on television all the time that uh, did the ocean so much? He was French, I think, wasn't he? Uh, Cal- he was on the Calypso. Jacques. Uh, Jack uh, Cousteau. Cousteau. Yeah. Cousteau. Yeah. Cousteau. <laughs> now, here's, here's some funding issues that I have a problem with. Okay. Noah... Uh, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. These are the people that would be exploring the oceans. They were allotted $5.7 billion, $5.7 billion from the government, whereas NASA was awarded almost $20 billion, almost four mm-hmm. times as much to support what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So... Which one is more important, or or is either one of them more important? What's your gut feeling on that? Well, you know, unlike the other types of surfaces, the ocean cannot be surfaced by radar. You can't get the... Yeah, that's and that's a crazy kind of thing, because yeah. you can map the planets with, what is it? Uh, radar. Radar. Mm-hmm. But you... Um, so what were they, they use? Sonar? Is that yeah, it? Sonar. Uh, 
and 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 it just i guess i guess what my thought is is what what will man benefit from finding that are we going to ever live down there well are we going to grow plants down i think there? it's our planet why would you want to know about it you could you could map the entire ocean all the that's not been mapped bob but, i don't even know my neighbors <laughs> well, well we're not putting you in charge of the ocean you could map the entire oceans for three billion dollars and get it done in one time that's oh. less than a single trip to mars oh, okay. that they're talking about right. one time I mean, Let's get do it. it all done. All right, I vote yes. Okay, three billion. Three billion. We'll get it done. And then, what was the other point? I was. Yeah, you brought up something here that made me think. Um, oh, you know, you were talking about what would benefit. Let me. We can't even find the missing Malaysia Airlines plane from 2014. Right? right, so we don't know what's down there. I mean, there are things, planes, ships, got, uh, the coins. There are billions well, of billions of dollars worth of artifacts. Well, whoever finds it's going to keep it. It's not going to do me any good. Well, it might be well, if you're I, one I think, exploring. I think it. If, there, if there's something that's good for mankind, there may be. For instance, I've seen I've seen these uh, science fiction movies where they live under the water. Right. They live in the ocean. Sure, and. Uh, you know, come up, and they produce their own oxygen and all of that, and they've done that, and the sharks are down there. But now that might be something, but it, it that's no different than living on another planet, I don't think, because you know it's it's we're just we're just barely crawling here. Well, see, I know it's not about living there or finding somebody who's living under the ocean. To me, it's the fact that we haven't done it. We want to explore things that are light years away, and we're this is our own backyard. Well, like I say, there's a missing airline at Malaysia Airlines sitting down there somewhere with a lot of bodies in it and we haven't even we have no clue where it's at I mean to me that's just amazing uh, that 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 could be on our own planet uh, so I, I just think we need to have more of an effort to just what if this what if okay here's this what if the cure for cancer is in some microism down in, that's down at that uh place where Richard Branson sent a thing down to. What if that there's an animal or something down there that has the antibody that would well, cure cancer? Well, it could be. I've seen the advertising on TV that jellyfish would make your brain stronger. Well, there you go. Come on, man. All right. We got we got to get out of this, though. I, I enjoy talking about this because I think it's pretty cool. So that was our topic of the day. And tell everybody what we got coming up, would you? Well, I'll do my best here. And I got a sponsor here. You do. All right. Let me get through my papers. All right, coming up here, buddy. We got uh, our we've got our Bob's. Uh, it's your sponsor. We've got the mailbox. We've got our complaints. We've got some good fun things for you yet to come. Some exciting things. So, what's your sponsor? Well, I've got one right here, brother. It's Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. They have a clearance center that's near Westtown Mall. It is the largest clearance center in the state of Tennessee. Over one hundred thousand square feet of furniture. It's been completely remodeled and improved. You're gonna love this place. Over 100 living room groups, 40 bedroom groups, 55 dining groups, all at the lowest prices in town. What you'll do is you'll save 50 to 80% from the name brand uh, manufacturers. 
that you trust. What they do at the big stores of Knoxville Wholesale Furniture, if something's there for more than a month, boom, it heads to the clearance center where you're going to save a lot of money. So, uh, And you never know. You know, they almost have to go in there every week to check. So it's uh, quite a place to go into. Family owned since 1992. They employ over 150 people locally. Voted the best furniture store in Knoxville by City View and the New Sentinel for many, many years. Right next to West Town Mall, they're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, closed on Sunday so their employees can be uh, go to church and be with their families. Knoxville Wholesale Furniture Clearance Center. Get by there and see them and tell them that Ed and Bob, Bob sent, sent you. you. And we didn't even have to give you any money or anything. <laughs> All right, mailman Ed here. All right, brother, open them up. Phil from Charlotte says, ooh, that's a good question. Is there a Medal of Honor museum somewhere? You know, when they were in Knoxville, um, it was really quite an event to, to be involved in, see it, and they were all here. It's a tricky question. There kind of is and there kind of isn't. Uh, the current National Medal of Honor Museum is aboard the USS Yorktown, which is at Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, and uh, I guess, it, you know, you can go on the Yorktown. Mm-hmm. And they've been, this, the, the city there has been trying to get enough money together to build a um, a museum there. I Rick guess that'd Morgan. be in Charleston. Mm-hmm. But now Arlington, Texas, has gotten involved. And they made several bids to build one there because they say uh, there's more... Uh, Medal of Honor recipients that live in that area, and they have 1.8 million veterans living in Texas, so they said they're the natural place to have it, so they're now going to build it. Well, so. good. You know, there's 3,500 military service members who've received the nation's highest military honors since the first medal was presented in 1863. And it really is such an incredible honor. I think most Medal of Honor recipients had no intention of doing what they did. It's just that the moment somebody had to do something and they had the courage they to do it. Did it. Yeah, and, and did you know, it. I mean, and, and, and pretty amazing. I, I think yeah. that's the way most of them will tell you. But anyway, this museum will be in Arlington. They said it should open by 2024. Okay. There you go. All righty. And another piece of mail here. Boy, we got a stack of letters. Yeah. Let's see. This is uh, Raven from Birmingham, Bob. What's down there in your neck of the woods? Yeah. <laughs> Where your family was. Yeah, there you go. What's the best trait of a friend? <laughs> That's a good question. Somebody loan you money? You <laughs> somebody, no, somebody who won't ask you any questions? <laughs> well, uh, what do you, I mean, there's a lot of ways you look at this. Is yeah. it somebody that, if you can call them at three in the middle of the night, they'll get up and come and help you? Or yeah, is it somebody that will, um, like you said, doesn't have a lot of questions when you need something. Is it somebody that would uh, do something illegal for you if they needed to? I'm just throwing things oh, things out. I Is it somebody to do something illegal? Well, I'm, I'm just. I mean, you see these movies all the time where some guy uh, will ask his friend to get involved in something. He's like, "Wait a minute, I can get in trouble." He says, "You're my friend. You got to help me." Oh yeah. And so you see that. I'm just throwing out all the different okay. things. Or is it just somebody that um, that you've known for a long time and will always help? Or is it somebody that's 
loyal? What, what's your? Well, I think I think it. I don't trait? think they have to do anything. I think if you like someone, mm-hmm. they're your friend. And they're, you know, and it's kind of like you, Bob. I don't ever ask you for anything, do I? No. Okay. We but don't you're need. My friend. Yeah. Well, but if you need I something, mean, I'd help you. Well, I think you would. But I'm not going to break the law for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Just letting you know. So, <laughs> well, that's good to know up front. See. Yeah, exactly. But, but the, You'll know to call somebody else if you're out looking for that. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, friends are very important, and if you have a friend that you can rely on, mm-hmm. but I would caution you to be careful what you tell a friend. And I would caution you to be careful if you loan them money. <laughs> I can ruin, ruin a good friendship. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to ruin a friendship. Money will ruin a good friendship. Yeah, absolutely. Or go in business together. Well, yeah, that yeah, would that, drive you crazy. Um, yeah. But the trait I'll throw out there is loyalty. I think somebody that's... Uh, there's never a question, are they going to be on your side right. within reason of, you know, because I, I, I t- and you and I both know this. You want to find out how your fr- who your friends really are? Yeah. What do you need to do? Run for political office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, put a sign scatter. in your yard? No. <laughs> That's funny. Well, they do scatter. Oh, man, do they ever. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Uh, Ed, this is the Ed and Bob Show, and um, you're going to tell everybody what's come up on our, our next show. All right, next show we're going to talk about impeachment, and that's certainly been in the news mm. this year. Have mm-hmm. other presidents been impeached? And if so, what for? And what can you get impeached for? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll go look into that a little bit and uh, see what what happens. All right, right now we've got complaints, and Ed's always complaining. Well, Bob... Yep. You know, recently, mm-hmm. the Knox County School Board asked the citizens of Knox County yeah. if they wanted to have year-long school. Oh, did they really? You know, and what, what, type, yeah. of, what type of thing did they want? Yeah. Well, the citizens uh-huh. said, no, we don't want year-round school. Now, I don't they either. That, they have that in Blount County. Don't do they really? Yeah. Some of the schools over there go year-round. They said, no, we don't want it. But look what's happened. The fall break in Knox County is one week. Yeah. The Christmas break, two weeks. Yeah. The spring break, one week. Yeah. And then Easter, you got a long Easter break. So what's going on? Well, you almost got it now. You <laughs> no know, when way. you and I were in school, there was, what, one break at Easter? Wasn't that basically it? And you got off, yeah. like, sometime at Christmas? Well, yeah, you got, you got off about a week and a half, ten days at Christmas okay. and New Year's, and that was it. Yeah, so I, it, I, it's stretched know, out and stretched out now. Yeah. Um, so, so I think, you know, and now it's going into June, and, and they don't start school until after Labor Day. I don't think parents want their kids going to school during the summer. No. I, I, don't I really don't. No, I don't either. So uh, if you're complaining about that, I'm complaining with you. All right, buddy. You got any dogs in that hunt? You yeah, got, got, you got any kids? Dogs. Yeah, I got kids. Well, yeah, I, got, well, once, I got three on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be picking up kids at school for years to come, oh, man. Oh, I know See, look at that old man. <laughs> All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. You ready? Yeah. And, boy, I know you don't like this one, so it just makes me ill. I was in the store the other day. I was in a, a, a Lowe's department store, and I walk up there with my one little item, and they've got one cashier open with five people in line and then about ten more people in line to go over and do that self-service crap. Yeah. And look, I'm spending my hard-earned money there 
and I come in there, and then when I get to cash out, when you want my money, mm-hmm. when you want my money, you don't provide the people. You want me to check my own self out mm-hmm. and then bag it myself and then hit the door. I, I'm sick of that. I mean, I want cashiers. Oh, it's going to get worse, Bob. It's absolutely going to get worse. Kroger has it. Everybody has it. Uh, Everybody now, has it. Uh, I mean, it, I'm, thank, thank goodness, uh, see your drugstore, CVS and Walgreens, they don't have the self-service, probably because they don't trust us. But I just, I, I don't like self-service lines. Well, I want somebody to thank me for my purchase. Now they have different types of machines. You know, before, you go in the grocery store yeah. and you set it down on this thing and right. it read the code. Okay. Yeah. You set it on the table, and then you put it on this other table, exactly. and put it in the back. Yeah. The only problem there is if you miss that bag, or if it's a big item and it, don't, it doesn't feel it, they're going to. It's going to be. A it stops it all. Right. Well, now there's this Walmart. I went to Walmart, and they have these. They don't have that. You can't set it down on anything. It's a. It's it's like a little handheld scanner thing. They want you to get a handheld scanner and start yeah, scanning and do it? it. Yeah. What if you don't know how to do that? I didn't know how. I had to wait. <laughs> You go through the training class? Yeah, I said, what the heck is this? <laughs> so they're making you scan it with a gun. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll never get that. Well, no, I, it's just awful. I don't I understand it, but you're running people. Uh, you're making people mad. Yeah. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to us. All right, you can go online mm-hmm. on the Internet to the Ed and Bob Show. It's available at edandbob.com, or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe when you do that. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, Ed? Tell her exactly this. Ed and Bob Show. That's easy, huh? Yeah. Easy. You got a comment, you can do it here on our website at edandbob.com. Email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. And we love for you to follow us. On Twitter, we are Ed and Bob Knox. At Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and you can find us on Facebook too, at facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. Bob. So we're wrapping it up. Um, anything we need to correct that you can think of? Do we screw anything up? I don't think so. You got a shout out? I do. A buddy of mine and yours, Butch Hoffabert. Oh, the Admiral of Fort Loudon Lake. <laughs> well, that, that's true. <laughs> you, you may remember Butch from years ago. Um, Hi, folks. I'm Butch from Buy for Less. He uh, ran the Buy for Less down there at uh, Walker Springs Road, and now he's the credit card man. Buddy, he, he does credit cards for everybody. If you need somebody with a low, low interest rate for your uh, for your credit cards, Butch Hoffabert, we'll tell you how to get in touch with him. And you guys shout out a long yeah. distance, as Casey Kasem would say. Yeah, I do. Uh, I want to say hi to Patrick and the, 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 the Marines who guard the U.S. Embassy in Berlin, Germany. Wow. They sent me a shirt, and it says... No Marine. way. Huh? Really? Yeah. yeah. They sent How'd me a polo that? shirt. Well, I didn't have it on today, but I, I don't want to wear it all the time. <laughs> Kind of, but it's a, it's, it's a it, it says the Marines and they're from the U.S. Embassy in in Berlin. I thought that was very very nice. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to us. We appreciate did, it. Did they not know there was two guys on the show? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll have to let share it with you. <laughs> you get it one week and I'll get it the next. There you go. <laughs> All right, Ed, tell everybody what's coming up on the next show. Will coming you? up next time, we're going to talk about impeachment. Uh, you know what? 
Trump just recently went through and mm-hmm. have other uh, presidents been impeached? If so, for what for? All right. And we'll look forward to that. All right. Ed from the Biltmore Estate in uh, right outside of Asheville, North Carolina. We've had a great time here. Thanks for letting us be here. See you next time, Ed. See you, buddy. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just to be beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head The fellow once.